Welcome, and thank you for tuning in. I appreciate this opportunity to share and teach Synergy Wellness. This practice that I designed is how I completely changed my life for the better. My hope and my goal is to leave you with what I call golden nuggets of wisdom. Wisdom that you can utilize and implement into your life today and see results immediately. So let's get started. Welcome back everybody. Thank you for being here. I've said this before and I'll say it again and again and again and again. Everything changes. Everything changes. Everything changes. Everything changes. Everything changes. <laughs> it matters not which syllable I place the emphasis. Everything changes all the time. <laughs> you like that? Get it? Syllable? Emphasis? <laughs> I crack me up. But seriously, it's a universal truth. The only thing that you can ever really count on is for things to change. This is the one constant in life. It's a law of nature. Rest assured that things will never remain as they are right now. Not to be a downer, but think of a time when you were very sad. My guess is that you aren't that sad today. And if today is the saddest day for you, I am very sorry for what you're going through. And going through is exactly what's happening for you right now. Please take heart in knowing that your sadness is not permanent. We go through sadness, through anxiety, and through other challenges and pain, just as much as we go through excitement, anticipation, and successes. Think of a time when you were so excited about a vacation or a holiday or a special event. Are you still that excited? If today is the most exciting day for you, not to bring you down, but just remember, nothing remains as it currently is. Maybe you can recall a love interest from your past, someone you felt so much passion for. There were hormones flying and jitters in your stomach and you were smiling all the time. Oh, this person is a god or a goddess. And you just couldn't wait to see them again. Every second away from them felt eternal. Fast forward now, the relationship ends or you eventually married that person. Is that same passion still there? Probably not. It changed, right? Maybe that passion leveled out. Maybe you can't stand that person anymore. Maybe you haven't thought of them in years. And that's because nothing stays the same. Everything is always in a constant state of flux. Everything changes. All of the struggles that we experience during the highs of excitement or anticipation, the lows of anxiety or depression and other challenging times in our lives, all of that suffering has to do with us forgetting that this too shall pass. I know that sounds so cliche, but it is so very true. Everything changes. Emotions, experiences, relationships, people, places, and things are all impermanent. No one person can ever escape this natural law. You can't buy your way out of it. You can't cry your way out of it. The sooner you accept this fact, the sooner you become happy. The more you work on this truth, the more you will remain happy, genuinely happy and liberated. The sooner you will live the harmonious life you were born to live. 
So why then do we choose to suffer? I know we don't consciously say, hey, I'm going to suffer today, or I'm choosing to be miserable over this situation and I will remain miserable forever. Of course, we don't say that, but yet we do that. It's exactly what we do. By not recognizing what's really happening, we are in fact choosing our misery. We're choosing our pain. We're choosing our suffering. So then you say, okay, I'll choose to recognize what's really happening. Now what? This too shall pass. Okay. But the sadness is still there. The pain is still there. Whatever difficulty you are experiencing will still be there, yes. But there is something very powerful that you can do to help yourself during these challenging times. What I am about to share with you is so powerful and it works in times of despair and during extreme emotional episodes. But it's like a muscle. Any muscle will only get stronger if you exercise it regularly. The solution is not a quick fix, but it is a lasting fix if you work it. And it's really not hard at all. We know that physical exercise is good for us, obviously. Yet many people simply don't do it. Instead, they choose to physically suffer from curable ailments such as low energy, sciatica, arthritis, heart disease, obesity, diverticulitis, respiratory ailments, insomnia, the list goes on and on. Taking a walk or exercising to improve your physical health is not that difficult for most people. Yet how many people take walks or exercise regularly? I googled how many people exercise regularly in the United States. This came up. Only 20.6% of people met the total recommended amounts of exercise. People most likely to exercise were between the ages of 18 and 24. That cracks me up. Between the ages of 18 and 24. At that age, you barely need to exercise to be healthy. You're still a baby. You have youth on your side for a few more years. The CDC had this to say. 80% of adult Americans do not get the recommended amounts of exercise each week, potentially setting themselves up for years of health problems. Then I googled this. How much money is spent on mental health in the United States? And this came up. It was a report from July of 2017. Spending on mental illness treatment accounts for $89 billion of total health spending. It seems that we're willing to spend billions and billions of dollars on ailments we create by not accepting the laws of nature. Now, please don't get me wrong. I am not saying that mental health care isn't valuable. I have my master's degree in psychology, and I have worked with countless individuals in a therapeutic setting. I've worked with people who suffered desperately and definitely needed mental health care. I wholeheartedly recommend it for those who need it. But I have also worked with many people who were suffering, if you will, from not accepting the universal law of change. I remember one person in particular who came to me because they felt depressed, and they had been depressed for quite some time. They reported that their depressive symptoms began when they had to move from the Midwest to the West Coast to care for an elderly parent. They complained that it was difficult to even care for their mom because of this severe depression. After working with this person for a short time, I suggested taking a walk to the end of their driveway two to four times per week. At first, they reported that it was a challenge to even go outside, but they said they did it anyway and that they noticed it made them feel a little bit better, just a little bit. 
After a few weeks, I suggested walking down the road a little bit further than just the driveway, and then later trying it four to six times per week. It wasn't long before this person came in saying that they felt great and didn't have depressive symptoms anymore. This person was discharged within four months of seeing me. They could have been diagnosed with clinical depression by another therapist. However, my point of view is that this person was suffering more so from the inability to accept change. After four months, they were beginning to accept the reality of change and therefore the depressive symptoms began to dissipate. Four months may seem like a relatively short time, but when you're sad, it feels like eternity. If you regularly practice what I'm about to share with you, you won't have to be miserable for four months, four days, or even four hours. Believe me, I've been miserable about certain life factors for decades, and I've been my own guinea pig for decades. I share only what has worked for me, and I hope that it may also work for you. But no technique will ever work for anyone if it isn't put to use. We know that change happens. We know that when we want to make positive changes in our lives, it often happens slowly. In order to have the ability to gracefully move through challenges, you must train yourself regularly. It's not difficult training, but you gotta do it daily. So are you ready? First, it's important to know these three pain points, I'll call them. Plain and simple, pain point number one. You crave a very specific outcome, and this is one cause of your pain. You attach yourself to life going smoothly, which isn't realistic. You want others to do what makes you feel good or comfortable, and so on. You have an expectation that life should be fair and easy, and why shouldn't it? You work hard. You do what you're supposed to do, you're honest, you're a good person, and so you think life shouldn't throw you these curveballs. Life should be as you intend. Pain point number two. You don't want a particular outcome. You have an aversion to what has shown up in your life. You're trying to push it away. You're wishing it away, having a temper tantrum about it, getting depression over it, and so on. Why me? Not this again. You don't want it to be this way. And pain point number three is ignorance. You just don't know that there's another way to deal with the challenges of life. Or you do know a technique and yet you choose to not practice it daily. You choose to not condition yourself to prepare for the inevitable. You choose to turn a blind eye to the natural law of impermanence. So what to do? First, Get into the habit of sitting daily. I recommend one hour in the morning and one hour in the evening. Now, before you go getting all worked up, one hour, I don't have an hour. I barely have one minute to myself. I said, I recommend an hour in the morning and an hour in the evening. It is truly preferred, but even 30 minutes a day will have an impact. After a while, you might find that you can make more time. You might want to do more time because it really does feel good. It's a great practice. But start. Start somewhere and work yourself up. Just like the case of that person who had difficulty walking down their driveway two to four times a week, soon they were going farther and more often. And then before long, they were actually feeling great and they were no longer depressed. So the main thing here is to begin. Start with maybe 20 or 30 minutes and then gradually add time to that. When you sit, and I do mean sit, please don't lie down. 
sitting comfortably, absolutely comfortably. Begin with clearing your mind using just a few deep breaths. Little by little, let your breath become natural. Observe the natural breath without manipulating it and just observe it. Focus on your natural breathing as it happens. Just watch it with your mind's eye without thinking about it. This can take some time, but with practice, it gets easier. Next, with your eyes closed, slowly scan your body. Begin externally from head to toe. Notice the sensations of your scalp, your forehead, your eyebrows, cheeks, neck, chest, belly, your hips, your back, your thighs, your knees, and just move down the body to your shins, to your feet, and then to your toes. Scan downward from head to toe, and then scan upward from toes to head. As you do this, look for places that feel heavy, tense, or dull, or whatever you notice. When you come across such a place that gets your attention for some reason, say to yourself, this will change. This feeling is impermanent. Don't judge it. Don't analyze it. Don't rationalize it. Don't blame anyone else for it. Don't have an aversion toward it. And also don't crave for a better feeling. Just think to yourself in a very loving way. This too shall pass. You may or may not feel it pass. It may not go away. Not today. Not right away. If the bodily feelings are pleasant, simply notice it as this too will change. Continue scanning. After a few scans, go deeper, whatever that means to you. Scan more deeply into your body, into yourself. Notice what you notice and keep reminding yourself, this too will change. This is impermanent. This will pass. If feelings or thoughts arise, pleasant or unpleasant, say to yourself, this too shall pass and move on. Don't get stuck on any thought or feeling. Notice without judgment. Be objective, observing the natural breath, easy natural breathing. Enter the clearing and commune with sensation. The more you do this technique, the more you prepare for the universal nature of change. When larger changes happen in life situations, in relationships, in catastrophic events, disappointments, fears, anxiousness, excitement, passion, anticipation, and whatnot, come back to observing your natural breathing. Observe objectively and commune with the rising and the falling of sensations. This is the best way that I have discovered so far to become liberated and peaceful regardless of what is happening in the world around me. This is a very effective method for staying in the harmonious flow of happiness. Remember that only 20% of people actually exercise. According to those statistics, most people would rather do nothing and then experience physical health issues. Are you going to be one of the 80% who do nothing and then suffer when a life challenge arises? Or will you be among those who choose to be proactive and regularly train for overcoming the inevitable changes in life? You choose. I'm just here to share. But I completely support you in choosing happiness. Thank you very much for listening in. I wish you much peace. <laughs>
and harmony. Thank you again for tuning in. I am available by email, Sharon at whitefawnwellness.com. And you could also go visit my Facebook page, White Fawn Wellness. Have a great day.